Welcome to Guarded, a podcast to help you stay alert during these times. I'm your host, T.A. Bryant, and today we are continuing with our study of the revelation of Jesus Christ, and we are in chapter 7 this week. So here in chapter 7, we see the events that will take place um, after chapter 6. And if you can remember in chapter 6, the seals were opened to reveal what will take place. Okay. So in Revelation 7 through 8, We're talking about the sealing of the 144,000 of Israel and Revelation 7, 9 through 17 is the multitude before the throne. Okay, so those are the divisions of which Revelation 7 is talking about. And in Revelation 7, 1 through 8, the sealing of the 144,000 of of Israel. John sees four angels holding back the winds of God's wrath that will fall against lost mankind. So the angels are holding back the wind so that God's wrath will not fall. Hmm. So since God's wrath will be a worldwide event, The angels are positioned over all four points of the globe, north, south, east, and west, which is why there are four angels, okay? So John's vision proceeds with the appearance of another mighty angel, and he is described as appearing from the east and possessing the seal of the living God. He is then said to command the four angels to continue to hold back the wrath of God until his work of sealing is complete. Okay, so in chapter six, uh, we only opened five scrolls. Okay, so we're continuing um, in uh, the great tribulation where the the seals are open and the release of everything that's supposed to occur during that tribulation period, which is seven years, uh, 3.5 will reveal the Antichrist and the other 3.5 will be uh, all types of uh, wrath that will happen for the wicked. Okay. So, uh, Like I said, John's vision proceeds with the appearance of another mighty angel, and he is described as appearing from the east and possessing the seal of the living God. And he is then said to command the four angels to continue to hold back the wrath of God until his work of sealing is complete. Now, all of these descriptions clarifies for us that this angel is symbolic of Christ at his second coming. Now, remember, as we're going through, and I told you before that the second coming of Jesus Christ is called the millennium, okay, where he is to reign on earth for 1,000 years, okay? 
Christ is said to appear uh, at the eastern morning sun rising upon the earth. And being God, he alone can be said to possess the seal of the living God. So also Christ as king of kings and lords of lords possesses the authority to command the elect angels of God. So Christ then seals the 144,000, picturing him placing upon them his mark of ownership and protection. So this sealing of the 144,000 is a symbolic representation of Christ taking his people from the earth and in uniting with him in the sky. Uh, much like the citizens of a city would go out to meet the coming king and escort him back into the city. And likewise, the people of God will ascend to meet him in the air and then accompany him at his return to the earth. Now, as you remember in chapter four, okay, that is when the rapture or the uh, caught up moment for those who are, are alive and those who are uh, dead in Christ will go to meet Jesus on a cloud. As I told you before, he will not touch the earth, okay? But we will meet him in the air. However, in the millennium reign of 1,000 years or his second coming, he will touch the earth, okay? And we will be with him on the earth, okay? So it's almost as if Jesus is coming to govern the earth again, okay? The government shall be on his shoulders and his kingdom will come to the earth, okay? So the citizens uh, of a city would go out to meet the coming king and escort him back into the city. Likewise, the people of God will ascend to meet him in the air and then accompany him at his return to the earth, which is the millennium or the second coming. So the order of things is this, okay? It is the, um, the, the, the rapture. Then after the rapture, it is the great tribulation. Then after the great tribulation, it is the millennium. Okay, so the millennium is the second coming. Okay, so this is where we are uh, right now in the book of Revelations. Okay, so this, let's go on. So the symbol of the 144,000 Jews represents all of the chosen saints of God from both Old and New Testament time periods will be protected from his wrath and taken to him at his coming. So the symbolism of the number 144 reveals the inclusion of both Old Testament 12 tribes of Israel and New Testament 12 apostle saints being taken at his appearance in the clouds. So likewise, um, the number 1000 is symbolic symbolically represents completeness and totality. 
So all believers from both Old Testament and New Testament times will be taken by Christ. None will be left behind. Okay, none will be left behind. Okay, so as we go on, Revelation 7, 9 through 17. So as John's vision continues, immediately following the sealing of the 144,000, John sees a great multitude before the throne of God in eternity. This uncountable multitude is made up of individuals from all nations, tribes, peoples, and tongues. They are clothed in the white robes of righteousness while using uh, palm branches to worship their Lord. Okay, and this is a, a glance ahead into eternity of the all of the all the protected saved, uh, previously symbolized by the 144,000 sealed Israelites who are enjoying eternity with the Lord. So this multitude around the throne is joined by the 24 elders and the four beasts and all the angels of God. So this entire setting is describing the saints and angels of God approaching the throne. This is symbolic of being in submission to the Lord as he take, takes his reign as king and us being a part of his kingdom, okay? And us being available for his service and being gathered together to worship and honor him. So John begins to question the identity of this multitude and is told by one of the elders that these are the ones who come out of great tribulation. So this is speaking of the tribulation um, uh, of the six described in the six seals. So he describes them as having washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the lamb. A clear description of the redeemed of Christ. Now remember, we are now saved by faith. Okay? But there will be a time where we will get our robe. And we, what we are in faith of right now, we will live in with Christ. Okay, so the elder then describes the great eternal blessings that the redeemed are enjoying. So they will no longer suffer physical cravings and needs. They will no longer suffer, suffer physical discomfort or discontentment. They will be totally fulfilled and content physically and spiritually. They will have access to the source of eternal life and they will no longer suffer. They will no longer feel physical pain or the pain of loss. Woo, thank you, Lord. Now, if you can remember the Beatitudes uh, that Jesus uh, preached, his first sermon was the Beatitudes. And um, he describes, uh, let's go there. Let's go to the Beatitudes because I want you to see this. I want you to see because this is synonymous uh, with what uh, is going on with those who have come out of great tribulation and they have washed their robes 
in ooh, the blood the, the blood of the lamb. Okay, so as let's go to the eight beatitudes in their order. And this is what uh, uh, Jesus says. He says, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Okay, so it means that the people who are poor in spirit or humble can be with God, will be in with God in heaven. The kingdom of heaven is theirs. Those who are poor in spirit, the kingdom of heaven is theirs. So when you uh, get something unique, for example, a perfect score in a difficult quiz, uh, 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 you know, some people boast, okay? But those who are humble and, and, and they don't boast about it, they, they will be exalted. They will be exalted. Theirs is the kingdom of of heaven. Then it goes on, blessed are they who mourn for they shall be comfort comforted. So people who are suffering for the Lord will be taken care of by the Lord. He will comfort them. They will gain peace. Okay? Can't you see the the uh, uh synonymous uh uh, uh attributes as the 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 ones who are the saints of God wash their robes in the blood of the lamb. They shall hunger no more. They shall thirst no more. All of this is going along with the Beatitudes. And then he goes on, blessed are the meek for they shall inherit the earth. So the ones who are humble are going to be the heirs of the earth or in other words, leaders. Okay. So blessed are they who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled for those who are waiting on the Lord, for those who are waiting on the righteous one who is Christ. They shall soon be filled and see him. Okay. So blessed are the merciful for they shall obtain mercy. So the ones who have mercy on or the less fortunate will get mercy for themselves. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Woo! Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called children of God. Blessed are they that have been persecuted for righteousness sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven, the same as uh, the poor in spirit. Theirs is the kingdom of heaven. So also, uh, blessed are those who are persecuted. Theirs too is the kingdom of heaven. Mm. So the Beatitudes are synonymous with what we see uh, going on in uh, chapter 7. As the multitude before the throne uh Wash their robes in the blood of the Lamb. In the blood of the Lamb. Mm. So this is the conclusion of chapter 7. I I, want to go on to chapter 8. If we would. 
But I want to stop because I want you to uh, meditate on that. Meditate and be sure. Be very sure that you are one of those who's being described in chapter 7. That your identity is of the multitude and the elder who tells John the identity that you are one who has washed their robes and made you white in the blood of the Lamb. You are one who has been redeemed of Christ. Mm. That you too will no longer suffer physical cravings and needs. You will no longer suffer discomfort or discontentment. You will be totally fulfilled and content physically and spiritually and have access to the source of eternal life. No longer suffering, no longer pain, no longer loss, no longer mourning, no longer persecution. No more. Because now you are at the throne eternally with the Savior. This has been Guarded. I'm T.A. Bryant. May the Lord bless us as we seek to see Jesus in the pages to come in the book of Revelation. Lord, let us see Jesus. Let us see him. Let him be revealed to us. Let us find great joy in knowing that we belong to him and he belongs to us. Let us find ourselves and wash ourselves and purify ourselves and clean ourselves and purge ourselves and consecrate ourselves to be ready to meet our Savior on that great day so that we can do what we long to do, which is worship and praise and honor and be a part of the kingdom of heaven eternally. We give you praise, we give you glory, and we give you honor. In the matchless name of our soon coming King Jesus, Yeshua, we pray. Amen.